Yo, welcome to episode two. Let's get it, man. We're going to jump right in. And I'm going to talk about fears and insecurities my own. I'm going to talk about my own. So you don't even have to worry. <laughs> you don't even have to worry. I'm going to talk about my own. It's a pretty chill and gloomy day here in Cambridge. Um, and so, you know, as usual, the vibes here are pretty laid back and relaxed. Happy that you're here. Thank you for being here. I respect and appreciate you. And if you know me in real life, then you know uh, that I love you and care for you. And I'm extremely grateful that you're here. So let's get right into it. I wanted to talk about the fact that whenever any sort of opposition is addressed related to my goals and dreams, it kind of makes me insecure. You know, I start to feel like I can't do it. You know what I mean? Especially if somebody else says I can't do it, then I'll feel like I really can't do it. What happens is if someone says, yo, I don't think you should do that. Or I don't think you should post that. Or I don't think you can do that yet. You're too young. It'll make me feel like I'm doing something wrong. I'm not yet prepared. Or I'm just not good enough for whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish. And so this episode is about silencing the noise. Any other greats had to do it and have to do it. And I think about LeBron, for instance. You know how many people told him how terrible of a decision it would be to skip college and what about your degree and education and how will you tell your kids to go to college and all of these things, but... The thing of it is, if LeBron is happy, it's all that matters. You're the LeBron of your story, and I'm the LeBron of mine. We get to make choices for our own lives. Many of us, too, are adults, yet we're still letting everybody tell us what to do. I'll tell you the biggest challenge that I have with it is really this. There are so many people telling us what to do that have not done what we're trying to do. Listen, if you hear this and you're offended, you're not listening closely enough. I mean that because and this is not about anybody in particular. So if you're offended by it, then, then you're not listening close enough. This is for my brothers and sisters, a part of the diaspora all around the world, whom feel like they're too young or like they don't have enough skills or like they're not ready. Says who? Says the people who haven't done it yet? Or says the people who are trying to gatekeep the situation, why would you listen to them anyway? Like, what sense does that make? You're smart enough to come up with that plan, to come up with that dream. For God, God trusts you enough that he put it on your heart. Why would you believe them? Mm-mm. The thing is, too, I only give advice that I've been asked to give. Many adults and professionals give advice that no one asked them about. So if I tell you my dream and you're giving me advice on it and I didn't ask you, then I'm already, I already shouldn't be listening to you anyway. Protect your dreams, guys, because those dreams are what change the world. I know. Like, I heard that before. Somebody, yeah, I know. They say it all the time, but, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. The, the challenge that we face is that we don't get to see all of the dreams come to life because so many of them die inside of us. Somebody says that the graveyard is the wealthiest place in the world because there are trillion dollar ideas that people die with. 
and one of the biggest causes of death or, or reasons that those that those ideas don't come to life is that we're too afraid. And I understand the fear. I'm telling you that I experienced it too. But now I'm going to give you some help. You don't have to take this. This is not for everyone. This is for those who it's for. If you know, you get on your prayer mat, go to your quiet place, and you ask God, God, what am I supposed to do? And you know the answer to it, and you hear God, and you you and you know what your truth is. You know, you listen to my last episode about about purpose, and, and you know what you're supposed to do. Can't nobody stop that. Nobody can get in the way of that. And a lot of people are going to try because they want to be important. And some of how they'll be important is by stopping you from getting to your thing. Because they never really got to their thing. So now their mission is to make everybody feel like how they feel. Sometimes they know that's their mission and sometimes they're being used. And they don't even know that that's their mission. But you're bigger than that. If you believe what I'm articulating and you allow love to be the center of your experience, you're bigger than that. Nothing can stop you. As you know, we end with a song or a poem on here because I need you to remain full of life, joy, peace, positivity, dog. Because uh, the world is waiting on you. Our children, our grandchildren, and our great-grandchildren are depending on you doing something great. And you're already doing a great job at doing great things, so great job. Ah, that's bars. I'll give you a poem. Here's a poem that I wrote in class yesterday. I'm going to read you this. Today, the bars wasn't coming off the dome today, so here it goes. The experience of a black man in America is to be running. Running from the consequences of his mistakes caused by ignorance. Running from the pleasant power he possesses. Running from all of the beautiful things that he could exhibit. Running from pressure and plague. Running toward rest from rage. Can he please take a break, my friend? Black man, you are wanted. Black man, you are needed. And black man, we love you. Come on, dog. Come on. Let's go. I believe in you. You're great. That's why you're here, because God wanted you to know you're great. How many people told you you're great today or this week? All right. You are. Let's go. Kill it.